One of the exciting things about learning Mishnayos is you find things uh, in the darndest places, if you will. Uh, one connection in the Mishnah will lead to a conversation that you wouldn't necessarily anticipate in various different Masechtas. Uh, we're excited to find such a thing in Mishnah Vav and Mishnah Zayin, not too dissimilar in what we saw in Mishnah Dalit and Mishnah Hay. Less of a conversation about Sukkot itself and now more of a conversation about the Beis HaMikdash. <laughs> says Mishnah Vav, Yom Tov Rishon Shalchag Hayusham Shloshasar Parim Ve'ilim Shnaim Vesir Echad. So before we actually get going, we have to understand that uh, how are the karbanos, how are the sacrifices, the upkeep of the Beis Hamikdash maintained? And it was maintained by the Kohanim, and they were divided into 24 what we're calling Mishmaros, uh, 24 watches where they would be assigned uh, a period of time that they would be in charge of the ritual running of the Vesa Mikdash, not what the Levium did, uh, but here really sacrifice-oriented. So here we're talking about on Yantif, on Sukkot specifically, uh, and on the three Regalim, as we'll find out in the next mission, all of the Kohanim were in the Vesa Mikdash, both for practicality as well as for spirituality. So how, how did it work with all of the workers, uh, if you will, working one shift instead of spread out throughout the year? So on the first day of the Chag, the first day of Sukkot, there were 13 parim, 13 uh, bulls, ve'elim shnayim, and there were two rams, v'sir echad, and, uh, and one uh, 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 he-goat. Nishtayr shamar ba'as ha'kfasim l'shmonos mishmaros. In addition to that, there were 14 sheep that were brought. So how is it divided? By Yom HaRishon, Shisha Makri V'Shnaim Shnaim, six of the extra Mishmaros would bring two sheep, V'Ashar Echad Echad, and the remaining the remaining two would just, uh, the remaining two who didn't get to offer two uh, would bring one. B'Sheni on the second day of Yontif, because what happens is that one less par, one less bull is offered each day, so then there means that there are more Mishmaros who aren't offering anything other than the, the sheep, so therefore the sheep need to be divided amongst additional mishmaros. Basheni on the second day, so now there are nine mishmaros, so five of them would offer two and two, Vashar echad, echad, and the remaining four would each offer one, Bashlishi arba on the third day, so now there are um, ten mishmaros, who, uh, who are ten groups of Kohanim who are trying to be part of this uh, uh, sheep offering. So four of them would offer two by two, and the other six would offer Vashar Echad Echad Baravi. Now we've got 11, Shlosha Makrim Shnaim Shnaim. So we've got six would offer uh, two by, excuse me, three would offer two by two, and five Vashar Echad Echad Bechamishi Shnaim Makrim Shnaim Shnaim. Two would offer two each, so there would be four, so that left ten Vashar Echad Echad, the remaining. Ten would each bring one. Vashishi on the sixth day, echad makrivim shnayim. Only one would bring two. Vashar echad echad, and uh, and the remainder would bring uh, the other twelve would bring one each. Vashvi kulan shavin, and on the seventh day, everybody would just bring one. Vashmini. So what happens? Vashmini chazru lefayis kiviragalim. Then they would uh, draw straws, if you will, cast lots uh, like they would. Um, on, uh, on the rest of the regalim, Amram Hikri Param Hayom, and the standard would be if you offered a par yesterday, a bull, which was more substantial, I guess significant, if you will, than offering the sheep 
or the uh, or the seer or the alim. So if you offered a par yesterday, you wouldn't be offering a par today. So therefore, there would be as best as possible equitable distribution of participation participation in the special carbonos that occurred on um, Sukkot. The seventh Mishnah says, "Bishlosha prakum bishana hayu kol mishmar shavin be'emurei haragalim v'chiluk lechem uponim." That uh, the three times during the year, which are the shalosh ragalim, Pesach, Sukkot, and Shavuos, uh, all of the mishmaros, all twenty-four of the guards of Kohanim would be on on staff on duty at the base of Mekdash and would share equally in the lechem uh, uponim and the emurei ragalim. Um, so uh, the the lechem uponim is the is the bread that was brought each week. Um, that normally um, the leaving the, the the changing of the guard, the changing of the mishmaros would occur on Shabbos. So the leaving uh, mishmar would take the bread, and the uh, incoming mishmar would and, and get to eat it. And the incoming mishmar would bring the new bread as they left uh, on the next Shabbos. They would uh, or two Shabbos uh, on the next Shabbos they would uh, they would uh, take it back with them. They would have that bread, and, and so on and so forth. But Saras, which is our understanding of Shavuos, Omen Lo, Helach Matzah, Helach Chametz. So there would be two things brought, not just the Lechem Uponim, but also the special uh, offering of the bread, um, special for Shavuos, uh, that, uh, that would be brought. So there would be two things that would be brought. Um, we wouldn't give to one group the Matzah and one group to the Chametz, but rather we would give a part to each of the groups, a little bit of chametz and a little bit of matzah. Mishmar, shizmano, kavua. So what happens to the the mishmar that this is their regular shift? They're supposed to be here. It happens to be sukkis, but this is when they normally work. So what happens? Do they lose out on their opportunity for exclusivity in the base of mikdash? So who makriv tamidim nedarim nedavu sushar kabanot sibor umakriv esakol? An interesting thing that I think uh, oftentimes at least slips my mind that the base of mikdash, in addition to all the fanfare and excitement and additions that occurred based upon Yantiv, still went through its regular schedule with uh, with additional sacrifice that would be brought for a neder, for a nedava, for the tamidim. It still went through the regular schedule. So the 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 mishmar that was there at that point in time would be, in essence, pulling double shifts. They would be there. They would have the standard that would normally occur, and then they had the extra. They had a, a 1 and 24th share, and the extra that would occur because of Yantiv. Umakrev esakol. And uh, they would offer uh, all of the uh, the regular standard public offerings. Yom Tov HaSomach L'Shavos. And what about a Yontif that was next to Shabbos, either on a Friday or on a Sunday? Ben Milfanea, Ben Lacharel. How you call him, Yishmar HaShavim, Bechiluk Lechem Aponim. That they would divide the Lechem Aponim. Again, the Lechem that was taken off as it was replaced with new Lechem. Each Shabbos would be divided equally amongst all the Mishmaros that are there. Why? Because if Yantif started on Sunday, so all the Mishmaros had to be there by Shabbos in order to participate in the Karbans, uh, and the Karbanos and the, and the appropriate preparations for Yantif on Sunday. Similarly so, if Yantif ended on Friday, the Kohanim also didn't have time to go. Yantif ended and Shabbos started. So in that case, where all the Kohanim would be by fact there at the base of Mikdash, so even if it's not officially Yantif, and their Mishmar is not officially on because they're there, they get a share in the Lechem Haponim.